Time to talk to our friend Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston. Tommy is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lapresti and Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com to the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy Curran, good afternoon, Tommy. How was your weekend? Good afternoon, friends. How we doing? Hanging in there. Uh, what was the most interesting or curious roster move made by the Patriots at the cut-down deadline, according to Tommy Curran? I think certainly it was Bailey Zappi. I knew that he had a poor summer. I think that there was never any kind of a semblance of a quarterback competition with Mac Jones being a far better player, but I didn't expect them to feel confident about exposing Bailey Zappi to the entire league and also saying to themselves, eh, somebody claims them, we'll figure it out. So that was, to me, the most jaw-dropping um, but it certainly speaks to what we observed in a lot of ways and tried to report on throughout the, the offseason. Um, do you think it has more to do with the actual camp reps or actual game reps? Definitely camp reps. Yeah. Definitely camp reps. He just had so many difficult days, and I really do think it's linked mostly, Christian, to – the transition to a different style of offense. I really think that Matt Patricia and Bill Belichick and perhaps to an extent Joe Judge got together in the offseason after 2021 and said, look, what Tom and Josh did here was amazing. And Charlie Weiss and Bill O'Brien. But we got to make this simpler. These kids are coming out of college with a far different capacity for running offensive football the way we're accustomed to. And the quarterbacks are the same way. We got to simplify this. We got to make it easier for the quarterbacks and easier for the receivers. And we'll start doing that at wide out with Tyquan Thornton. We'll start running wide zone, the way Kyle Shanahan's doing out with so much success. And we'll get a guy like Cole Strange and another one like Pierre Strong, and get a guy like Bailey Zappi. He's accurate. He understands how to run that style of offense. We'll bring him in, and that'll work great. And it didn't work great. And now they have some spare parts that they're trying to reconfigure and refit into an offense that's already out of style here. Uh, Tommy, when you look at the offensive line, what is your best guess as to which five guys will be up front and at what position on Sunday afternoon? I think we can lock in Brown. Um, I do believe that we'll see Cole Strange. Um start the game on and again if you if if you guys repurpose this and put this out there on social media this is a full-on guess yeah but i believe cole strange will end up at, at left guard i've seen too often the patriots do an excellent job of rehabbing a guy and then getting him out there and, and seeing what he can do so cole strange david andrews in the middle um <laughs> and then i i I mean, I'm just guessing. I mean, it's like kind of pointless. No, no, it isn't pointless because what are the real? No, because in a way, what are the real options? Do you think moving on Wenu with no reps in the preseason to right tackle could even be thought about or discussed? Because that's where for me, Tommy, like I even threw it to Christian. 
So, look, if they think one of the, you know, if if Calvin Anderson has the ability to handle left tackle, I'm not ruling out Trent Brown going to the right side. You got full power and a bunch of big loads on one side and athleticism on the other. So that's why I I pose the question because Mike Onwenu can give you a little bit of a two-way go, but do you want to play the guy at right tackle given that he's had no reps this, this preseason? Well, that makes it easier for me instead of me trying to predict who's going to be where and then worrying that in five days half the guys are going to be wrong. Yeah, I think that they, that's why they draft guys, Andy, with the versatility. You know, if you have to flip a guy, certainly we know Trent Brown can play either side. We've seen him when he move around to different spots. Do you want to ask him to do that in the opener when, I don't know what Sunday's weather is like, but it's going to be hot as hell all week. might still be that way on Sunday. Uh, they have options but do they have great options that remains to be seen especially against such a difficult offensive excuse me defensive line in front seven to deal with do you want to do you want to start getting into that i don't know if that's a great idea so tommy kern um joining us right now and um listen back to the zappy situation so so who do you feel most comfortable being your backup quarterback matt corral corral is it corral is it right um or bailey zappy corral to me, it's Zappy right now. I mean, I'm not comfortable with him doing anything more than, you know, putting his hands at 10 and 2 and throwing the ball on third and three or second and four. I wouldn't want to put the ball in his hands all day because I think that there are limitations to what he's seeing and processing right now. But you can't go with a guy who's never taken an NFL snap who just showed up this week. I mean, Matt Corral, I think he's the new shiny thing and people are giddy about it, but. He had a Liz Frank injury last year that he suffered in the preseason, never played. So he didn't have nearly as much experience as Zappi did. And I, I went back and forth with Phil Perry about this, and he was like, well, put Malik Cunningham out there. If, if Zappi is that bad, then put Malik Cunningham out there. And my feeling is that's just setting up a guy to fail. He's never processed an NFL game-planned offense. He's barely gone through the preseason, and when he did, he was playing against threes and guys who were released – and you're going to ask him to just go out there and run read option 15 times against the Eagles? That's nuts. It's, it's a good way to get the kid demolished. So put Bailey Zappi in there. And if it gets to Bailey Zappi, well, then the Eagles are probably going to win. Tommy, how are you expecting the Patriots offensively to try to keep Philly off balance, whether it's that pass rushing D line or their ability to blitz? They got after the quarterback at an unprecedented rate last year. So what tricks do you think Bill O'Brien is comfortable with right now to try to slow that group down on the other side? I think they're going to love the screen game, whether it's tear screens outside to Demario Douglas and Kendrick Bourne, whether it's, um, you know, little flare screens out to your running backs who are both good pass catchers. I think the screen game is going to be integral in the Patriots' plans. It was one of the first things I saw them work on in training camp this year. Um, once they started getting into a little bit of passing game stuff, was screen, 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 screen. And I think that's a great way to take advantage of the limitations you have on the offensive line. Look, if you can't block, just let them through anyway, and we'll take care of the guys downfield. So take take advantage of, of some of those things, max, accur- max accuracy. One thing that did concern me about Mac Jones last year in an increasing fashion was his pocket presence and poise. He just... I don't 
think it was great last year. I think he got jumpy and panicky, and there were times where I couldn't blame him. Um, but you're going to have to really display that behind this offensive line. And look, he got demolished. I mean, he even got demolished in this preseason, delivering a, a third down completion to Kendrick Bourne. But he's going to have to hang in there for a long time sometimes to let these things develop. So, Tommy, with the um, so both coordinators for the Eagles on both sides of the ball, um, mm-hmm. how much do you think the Philadelphia Eagles offense will change with them having a new offensive coordinator in Brian Johnson? I think it, it'll be tweaked, but I, to me, you go as far as you went last year with the style of offense you ran, or you're going to run fourth and four from your own from midfield. You're going to say, "I don't, I don't care. We're just going to run the quarterback up the middle." I think you want to keep keep that as something that you're going to implement. I'm fascinated to see if they keep that up this year, because the Patriots cannot just stand there and have a rugby scrum bowl over all of their linebackers. So do the Patriots get pulled out of their scheme of having, you know, five and six defensive backs on the field, more safeties that they've now turned into their base defense. That, that fascinates me. I don't know how drastically they'll change. I really don't. I think that this, as you know, better than I, so much is veiled at this portion of the season that you just start to find out what teams do have planned when the games start. Tommy, do you feel as if the Patriots have rebuilt the special teams unit off of last year, or are there still big concerns? I think the coverage team should be good. Um, I think Joe Judge is a good special teams coach from the folks that, you know, I've spoken to around the organization. He might have his limitations. He might be a quirky guy to deal with a little bit in the way that he presents himself, but as a special teams coach, I think he's very well respected and he's gotten great results. So that's the biggest change. You know, as as some folks pointed out, some of the breakdowns that you saw against Buffalo, Cam Accord wasn't telling guys to not stay in their lanes and they didn't stay in their lanes. It's like simple junior high stuff. So to me, the amount of money, Gresh, that they're spending on special teams they better get a check mark on that every freaking week, in my estimation. So it's I know we've talked about both sides of the ball and in some ways the challenge, but which um which coordinator do you think has the tougher job? Do you think that uh Ooh. Bill O'Brien has a tougher job going against that Philly defense, or do you think the Belichick Mayos of the world have a tougher job against this Jalen Hurts, you know, offense, which is really challenging? Yeah, that's a fun question. I think, honestly, I think that um, <laughs> I think expectations are so high for this defense that in some ways it's it's more pressurized and there's further to fall for the defense. And we saw in snippets Green Bay gashed them in the preseason. We saw periods of time where this Patriots defense is as decorated as it was in people's eyes and as well as it finished in terms of overall points, et cetera, got absolutely hammered by good teams. I mean, just bludgeoned. I don't care if it's Minnesota. I don't care if it's Buffalo and the Patriots rope-a-dope them into um, a situation where they escaped with more face-saving scores than anything else. 
I mean, it's 22 to nothing against the Cincinnati Bengals on Christmas Eve, and the Bengals basically mentally started putting together the toys for Christmas Day. And the Patriots ended up losing that game 22 to 18 on a couple of fluky plays. But, you know, this defense has an unbelievable amount to live up to and to prove. And I think that the notion that it is a top five defense in the NFL is dubious. Show me that you're as good as the statistics said you were, and I'll stop. But I do need to be shown. Uh, Tommy, I'm just seeing on uh, TMZ Sports that uh, Zeke Elliott has spent a quarter of a million dollars on a new number 15 chain, a la the 21 chain that he had in Dallas. Uh, Your thoughts on a $250,000 chain, Tom Kirk? Money Money well spent, I'm sure. Yeah, that's money well spent. I think, you know, that's that's a situation where whatever you need, Zeke, to get you going mm. at this juncture, and that any hand-wringing about the amount of money that Zeke did or did not get from the Patriots can now be put to rest because he has 250 k to spend on adornments for his neck. That is, it's so wrapped around. I was just going to say, uh, could you uh, rock a quarter-million-dollar chain, Curran, or would you feel funny? Uh, no, my days of rocking really anything in general are past, and I don't know if I ever truly did rock. <laughs> ah, ah. On that note, Tommy Gurn of NBC Sports Boston, he'll be with uh, Jones and Mego on Thursday, and with me and Arcan and Cadlick and a cast of thousands and, and Foyer on Football <laughs> Sunday as well. Uh, Tommy, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. Talk to you on Sunday. All right, guys. Thanks so much.